Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. This is effort number four to record episode 90. Numero quattro. Welcome to the official episode 90. It's the big 9-0, bro. You know what they say. Make this work. What? Once you go 90, you don't go back? <laughs> <laughs> Once you go 90... What rhymes what? with 90? I don't know. What? It's hard to find the <laughs> everything because you're old as shit. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that, that uh, sounds about right. Happy recording day. Happy yeah. recording day to you. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. hard on that you should enjoy that i i did enjoy that i'm gonna play that back over and over again appreciate it a lot it's not often that you sing to me but it's all good so what's going on man episode 90 um so you know the the uh vagina doctor was here oh and I was thinking, you know, shoot, we should have uh, hooked something up. But I didn't know that she was going to be in town. This would have been a perfect weekend to uh, record her interview. Yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> you would have had well, to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I would have had to do it by myself. No, you're right. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Dr. Leanne. Um yeah, so anyway, it would have been nice, but also, you know, it, yeah, it was just a busy weekend, so, oh, but dude, shout. all right, so you were trying to tell me about your weekend, because it was extremely busy, so go ahead, yeah, listening. started on Friday, did a half day shoot, Saturday was a full day, Sunday was a full day. And, um, it was good. It was fun, but you know, just freaking beat. Got a lot of footage, a lot of audio. Yeah. And the hard work is still ahead to create mm. videos. <laughs> yeah. But you were saying, so you did this entire weekend was all just for one sixty second promo. Well, Yes and no. It started out as a 60-second promo, and then it kind of grew into, hey, we have this idea and this idea, and we just kind of rolled with it, you know? So, which, if you're listening with little ears, 
One, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast with little ears, but here's a little <laughs> warning. Stop listening in three, two, one. So wait, 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 wait. What? Who who knows what little ears means? You, you're, you're speaking so vague. I know what you're saying, but nobody else does. The kids, bro. I'm talking about the children's. Okay, so if kids are listening. The niños. Okay. The don't innocent let your kids listen. Little bitches who don't know how fucked up life is yet. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, Santa's not real. Wow. Boom. Bomb dropped. <laughs> Boom. You know what I mean? It's not even December yet. Anyway, we were shooting uh this thing that was like a Santa experience where essentially in a nutshell it's a photo shoot with Santa and Mrs. Mrs. Claus but there's like this little elf workshop with like toy stuff and like cocoa bar with cookies and peppermints and stuff like that and then you take this uh horse-drawn carriage ride for about 10 to 15 minutes around this amazingly beautiful property and then you go in you have you know santa time and sit on the lap and what do you want and take photos and blah 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 right yeah um so that's what we were shooting and dude this santa is like the santa if there ever was an actual santa like good lord man do you know how much brooke cried over the weekend oh come <laughs> watching on. these little kids like come in and like you know think about it like they're these little kids you know you remember being a kid like believing in santa and like the the magical whimsical thing of it you know and then like uh. this this man like, this is what he does. He went to school. He he goes to, like, Santa conferences. Like, this is, like, he enjoys doing this as a retired, older-aged person. And, dude, he is fucking Santa Claus. Like, no, it is insane. So when these little kids come in, they're just like, oh, it's Santa! Like, it's fucking real to them. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> that is so cool to like watch because you're like oh my god you're just so innocent and like there's this guy who like you know i don't know if it's idolized or whatever but like that's santa to them man you know what i mean so anyway <laughs> it was a fun weekend even though it was a lot of work so if santa is real he lives in so ill well he was in so ill i don't know if he lives in so ill hmm all right, cool. But yeah, that consumed our weekend entirely. So much yeah. so that I have not watched a single millisecond of football. Oh, and boy, did you miss some games. Yeah. Did you re did you record them, by the way? Yep, they're all recorded, so shh, don't tell so me. So I shouldn't tell you what the Georgia blah, 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 blah. <laughs> What were you saying? Or what Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, this is so much fun. <laughs> this is so much fun. Oh man, you missed a whole lot of football yesterday. Do you Saturday. know how hard it was for me to not look at the notifications from ESPN? <laughs> oh my god. Like I almost That's... turned them all off. But I was wow. so busy that I literally if I even like open, you know how you get notifications on your home screen or your screen when it's asleep or whatever. Like of I course, didn't have yeah. time to read them because I was just going, you know. So, yeah. luckily, wow. I did see that they won, but I completely Ooh. forgot the score and blocked it out of my mind. Ooh. Talking about the uh, the dogs, okay? Because yeah. as long as I can keep you from telling me. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch it. Uh, well, I got to tell you what, man. We, uh, we bounced back and forth between a bunch of different games Yeah. Uh, yesterday, obviously. And, uh, uh, I tell you what, man, these games were incredible. This was a very, very good football weekend. Oh, yeah, a, of course. A terrible one to miss. That's all right, though. It's all, it's all recorded and waiting for me to view it. And I'm not looking at scores. I don't know. I don't know anything. However, yeah. if we are you ready to move along here for a second? Yeah, I, mean, I got so much to tell you. Um, in lieu of the football convo, I did want to talk about the NFL, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we kind of, sure. we kind of conversed about this a little bit, but not at length. Yeah. And I kind of want to know your input, <laughs> but mm. let me tell you mine first. Uh, I'm listening. So I don't know, probably three weeks ago, maybe, well, let's say three weeks ago. Um, was watching an NFL game, uh, and it was the Giants and Cowboys game. So actually, you can fact check me on the weeks. I, yeah. I think it's three weeks ago now, but you said Giants and Cowboys. Yeah, huh. at Cowboys, I believe. Anyway, I'm watching the game, and you know, I'm okay with the Cowboys. I definitely don't like the Giants. I just don't. Yeah. Um, anyway, watching the game. Yeah, it's the Monday night game on the 4th of yeah. November. Yeah. So, watching that game, and Cowboys are winning, and mm -hmm. you can tell there's some beef being said. I mean, it's football on the field, you know. <laughs> but then, like, this one dude... Hernanda, I'm I'll delete what I just said. I don't know. I don't remember his name. I know it starts with an H, and he's number 71. Yeah, okay. But it, it seemed to me, as a viewer of said NFL game, that he was kind of instigating some things, and then the Cowboys were the ones getting the, the penalties for it. Oh. And it happened, and it just kept happening. And I'm like... You should eject that guy from the game. I don't care if it's the NFL as, yeah. you know, it's corporation or whatever, 
or if it's just the coach, like the team, saying, you know what, we're going to pull you out. But no, they kept him in. And honestly, I just felt like, you know, there needs to be like a zero tolerance when it comes to aggressive fighting and bullshit like that. Sure. Probably the main reason is because you get paid an absurd amount of money to fucking throw a ball and do push-ups and run and sweat and eat good and bulk up. But, like, that's your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's it. Okay? People fucking spend hundreds of dollars to watch you throw a ball. And I know I just pissed off a lot of people. And listen, I'm a football fan myself, but... The money these people make, I feel like, personally, there should be a zero tolerance. You want to start shit and it gets physical, or you want to get physical because someone got physical with you, you both should be removed. That's it, bro. We don't stand for that shit. You want to do that on my field? I pay you millions of fucking dollars and you can't keep your temper down for two hours? Come on. Anyway... So that happened. It's kind of like, oh, here we go. It's weird. Whatever. Yeah. Then the next week, very similar <laughs> thing happens, right? Yeah. And then the third week, like the game between, uh, who was it? The Browns and, oh my gosh, my mind is horrible. What do you mean? Which, which game are you talking about now? Um... When Reynolds, the Steelers, there we go. So it was the Browns and the Steelers, and the quarterback is going down. Um, for, well, I feel like I should just, if you don't know, preface this whole thing with the Browns are winning, the Steelers are losing. You can tell it's like, this fucking sucks, right? Um, so uh, the Browns... Garnett, I believe is his name, makes a tackle or a sack and takes down Reynolds, the Steelers quarterback. Correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, because all I see is sleigh bells and fucking red and white candy canes (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Yeah. So the defensive end for uh, Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett, rips off Mason Rudolph's helmet. Mason Rudolph is the... backup quarterback that's uh playing for the Steelers which is the story but when you watched it in real time when they replayed it yes the QB was actually it looked like to me trying to rip off the Browns player's helmet because it literally almost came off his head so then obviously he gets up and chart like goes after Reynolds and takes his helmet off which obviously immediately you're disqualified but this happened so fast the dude freaking swung and beats uh reynolds over the head with his own helmet (laughs) and it's just like insane and caused like both teams to rush out to the field and it was like watching a fucking hockey game man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is my whole thing is like at what point does the NFL step in and say, well, they did dis- uh, discharge uh, Garnett. What, what was his name? Yeah, Garnett. Garnett. So he, you know, he's discharged and suspended, blah, blah, blah. But Reynolds yeah. had to snap another one 
because they only had eight seconds left in the game. So they right. keep him in. And it's like, no, motherfucker, take his ass out too. Like, neither neither one of them should should be allowed to play and get paid the money they do. And that is, an, like, acceptable behavior. I just, I do not get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just don't think that they're really serious about violence because it's such a violent sport. Frankly, um, you know, the NFL doesn't have the best track record of what to do with players after, you know, examples of violence, right? I mean, look at all the players that still have a job after so many domestic dispute disputes, stuff like that, you know? You know, a bunch of those guys are still playing and just got to like a little slap on the wrist, if you will. Um well, and that's that's the part I have an issue with. I get that it's a violent game, but I also understand I'm not watching a hockey game or a rugby game where those things are acceptable. Yeah, like to after the play's done, take it on your own to like go attack someone else or other people of the opposite team. Like, bro, you're playing fucking football. <laughs> It's a violent sport, bro. I just, I don't, I mean, you know, and I've never played football, but so maybe there's something I don't get. I I just can't, I can't understand that we, we know millions of people are watching and children are watching and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no one wants, no one wants that. I I mean, at least I don't. I can say that for a fact. Like, I want to see a good, clean football game. That's what I want. And if that's not what happens, okay, uh, shit happens. But remove the fucking shitty people. That's all I'm saying. Sure. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, there's got to be some serious consequence for um, that type of violence. Because you're right. There are kids that are watching the sport that are, you know, envisioning that they are on the field too and looking up to these guys as role models. And um, and then they go and act like Neanderthals. So I mean, you would almost expect that in college games before you would professional football, you know? Sure. No, I get it because they're getting paid to. But the thing is, is that, um, or because you know, in the college they're not getting paid, so they probably take more liberties. But you know, the thing is, is that. You know, and I said this to you the other day when we talked about this. I think that it's just steroids. I honestly do. I, I think they're all roided out, or majority of them are. And if there's not steroids, it's some human growth hormone or some shit like that that um, makes them bigger, faster, stronger. I think that's what they're doing. And one thing they say about steroids is that it's going to bring out of you, you know, it's going to multiply the emotions that are the strongest. And, and for men, obviously, um, you've got all this testosterone that's being pumped into you. It's going to make you more aggressive. It's going to turn you back into a, the days of the Neanderthals where they actually had to hunt to live, you know, where they had to, kill to protect their families and stuff like that. You got all of that shit 
end humongous doses shot right into your ass. <laughs> and then you go out and you play this physical sport. You know, I, I'm just not surprised. It sucks, but I'm just not surprised. Yeah, and I think, I don't know. I, I guess it's just, for me, you know, sure, if that's how you want to bulk up and do your thing, go for it. But if it comes to a point where you're acting a fool and just, you know, someone's trash talking you so you fucking rip their helmet off and beat them over the head or like whatever you know like get Man. up and shove the guy and be like oh you like you're playing fucking football bro and you get paid shit right. tons of money like calm the fuck down and if you can't calm down that's fine your ass isn't going to play in this league and it's definitely not going to play in this game and you're now ejected so why don't you go back to wherever you're fucking raised, like piece of shit, idiot, like mob session or whatever. But that's not what we do here in the professional realm of the National Football League who prides itself yeah. on being professional. I just don't get it, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I, something had to happen. I, I I think something had to happen to get Reynolds to try and pull Garrett's uh, helmet off. Yeah, and even the announcers were like, I don't know, it doesn't look like it, but I guess maybe his hand got caught somehow in the helmet. And, you know... I thought that, too. Maybe I that did happen. still pictures. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that, too, until I saw the still pictures. So I was looking at this on online somewhere, I don't remember. But the still pictures that they had... Like, it was very obvious. Like, he was doing some twisting motion of uh, of Garrett's helmet. Like, he was literally putting in effort while they were going down. You know, and I, I maybe it was just kind of like to get him off. You know, the the easiest way to get somebody to move is to grab their face mask, you know. Or to move their helmet. That's the best way to do it. That's why the, there's a penalty for it. Um, by the way, isn't it interesting that there is a penalty for face mask, but there isn't a penalty for stiff arm? <laughs> when you stiff arm somebody, you put your arm right in their face. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, I suppose. <clears throat> I don't know. Either way, I think both of them definitely are at fault. I mean, there's no way in hell. Even, even if, uh, you know, if that is the case, that Reynolds was just trying to get Garrett off of him because of, you know, whatever he felt at the moment. Um, you know, Garrett definitely shouldn't have ripped his helmet off. And then swung it at Reynolds' head. You know, that definitely shouldn't have happened. That's some that's some BS that I would be completely comfortable with suspending him the rest of the season as a result of that. Because I think is that egregious. Yeah. You know. He should lose out on playing the rest of the season as a result of that. 
But then there would be all the protests like crazy from the owner and the general manager and the coach and the whole team. Of course, there would probably be some trial or something that has to happen. But I still think that, to your point, if the penalty is strong enough, you'll discourage the behavior. Yeah, because I feel like... uh, I, I feel like... And maybe it's just because I've maybe I've noticed it. I, I don't know. Anyway, I feel like college football the past two weeks. Obviously, I haven't watched this weekend, but I feel like some of their players are kind of like pushing it now with like shoving matches and like you know trying to brawl during a game. And it's like, well, I mean, the NFL's kind of setting the bar for fighting during a game so may like is there a correlation here i don't know you know yeah kind of like if they get away with it i should get away with it too <laughs> yeah because like i ain't getting fucking paid millions you want to come right. trash talk me and like knee me in the fucking shin or whatever sure i'm gonna get right. up and shove your ass on the ground bitch right i mean i don't know you know sure and we're not sure. a sports commentary podcast i just i thought it was interesting like when is when is too far and at what point you know should the nfl maybe say hey if you ever start any kind of a fight we're done here literally a zero tolerance (laughs) and to me it kind of makes sense because again you're not just out there having fun and like doing this because you feel like you want to. Like you're getting paid a shit ton of fucking money, ton of money. And now you're teaching kids or anyone like ah oh, yeah, just get up and fucking fight about it. Yeah, but you know what? I still look at other sports, and I know we're singling out NFL, but I, there's so many other sports that have violence like the one you just named hockey which is an extremely physical sport and people watch it for the fights a lot of people are just like god i hope so-and-so gets into a fight tonight you know they want to see that type of violence um you know this morning micah's up early before the rest of us and he goes downstairs and by the time I come down, he's downstairs watching rugby. Like, I never taught him to watch. I've never watched a game of rugby. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about the fucking sport. He doesn't watch it either, but it was the only sport that was on TV at the time. Um, and I think it was like in Glasgow or something like that. It was something in, in Europe. Anyway, a very, very physical sport. Very violent sport. Um, my point is that it's acceptable in some other sports to have, you know, some physical fights that break out and it's celebrated. Is it kind of a double standard that we have an issue with this, with the football, American football? (coughs) Sorry. I don't know. Maybe it is. I want to lean towards it's not, but. Hmm. 
I kind of feel like it is because, uh, but then again, you know what? Rules are rules, right? So you have a sport where no fighting is allowed. Football is one of them. So is basketball. And the rules are set in place to say you fight, you lose this many games, this much money, you get fined. I get that. Um, and I, I, I've actually heard people say that they won't watch these sports because there's no fighting. That's why they like hockey. Yeah. Because they let them fight. I've heard guys say that. Well, and, you know, I haven't watched football my whole life. But I personally don't ever remember watching games for the length that I have been watching them. And it's just like, and every time there's a game on occurrence, someone's shoving someone and then wanting to fight. And then the person who started it gets to still play the game and the person who like reacted to it gets to fucking get suspended or you know has to leave the game for the rest of that game or and stuff like that and i just i don't i don't understand that part yeah and i you know i feel like the nfl has done a pretty good job and again this is just my opinion but about being a family friendly Support the troops. We love America. You know, breast cancer awareness. Like, we're coming together, and we give to these charities, and we do this for these kids. You know, oh, look at these players giving back to the kids. And then these kids look up to these guys, and then they go out on the field, and they don't like the fact that they're fucking losing, and they get all pissy and moany, and then someone's like, yeah, you're fucking losing, bitch. Because you suck. Like, you, what are you on your fourth quarterback uh, this season? And then the guy's like, fuck you, man, and pushes him. Now there's a fight. And it's like, dude, seriously? Come on. Yeah. And again, sure. it's just my opinion. But you know what? It's my fucking opinion. And I don't know. It, it, I'm just saying, I feel like, you know, maybe there needs to be a little bit more. Because I feel like there's a. And I could be totally wrong, and hopefully I am, but I feel like we're on a path now where if the NFL potentially doesn't set some standards here and make some uh, uh, examples out of some people, like pretty soon football is going to be just like hockey where we care not so much about the game, but we really want to see this quarterback and that running back go at it, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's about the fucking fight. <clears throat> and I feel like yeah, football has a, it has a completely different, even though, yes, it's a very aggressive sport, but I feel like it has a completely different standard and a, you know what I'm saying? Does this make sense? Yeah, I agree with you. I think we're saying the same thing. Um, yeah. Which, it's I mean, totally shit, I'll watch fights. We watched if we went to B Dubs with uh, our friend Dallas when you were here and watched a couple fights. I get it, right? But they get yeah. paid fucking a lot of money to fight. <laughs> yes, not to play football and win games or lose games and then leave safely and go do it somewhere else. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But hey, if the NFL wants to allow things to happen. Then I guess maybe football will change. 
I don't know. Maybe. I mean, context is key. Um, so, I mean, in the grand I, scheme of the game. I just I never know. grew up thinking that football was, you know, what it seems like it is today. So maybe it's me. And I'm completely fine if it is. I just wanted to put my two cents out there for the 12 people that listen. <laughs> you 12 people, we love you a long time. No doubt about it. Yeah. Anyway, now that we've talked about football for 20 minutes. I like it. Just wait till I start talking about what the Bulldogs did. So, in the first quarter... <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so great. I hope you enjoy the game when you see it, because I enjoyed it very much. Because at halftime, so you right did before halftime... Yeah. Pieces of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. But I know the final score was... Did you hear me? Uh, yeah, that is so funny to me. Well, <clears throat> no anyway, one knows what uh, happened, but I just blew my nose and I knew it was going to be loud. Yeah, it was pretty loud. But it's all good. Well, it there wasn't was something recorded. Else. It was recorded. No, it was not recorded. Oh, I muted you, my microphone. Oh, good for you. So I'm, it's just me laughing at nothing, but you just explained it. Thank you. That's, yep, we're on the same page now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, all right. There was something else, fuck, I wanted to talk to you about. And let me look, just look at my notes real quick. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, now I remember. So there was this tweet that went out. From LeBron James, LBJ. He says, him and Brady, you know, the GOATs, they're never going to retire. Right? Yeah. I told you about this tweet that went out. And then, uh, what was his name? Tom Brady responded with a tweet. Now, he's brand new to Twitter, right? Or brand new verified. One or the other. I don't know. I can't figure it out because I don't do Twitter. But um, even though I have a Twitter, I never use it like most people, like a lot of people. Anyway, Tom Brady responds by saying, I'll retire when I can no longer dunk. And he did at LBJ. And that got me to thinking, dude. I don't know. It kind of hit a soft spot in my heart or not a soft spot. It hit a sensitive spot in my heart. Same, and, uh, same thing, but whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just like, you know, I, I, my mind instantly went to church and pastors and people that are old as dirt that no, no longer are relevant in ministry and no longer are relevant to their congregations. And their churches are shrinking all because they refuse to get with the times 
and evolve with the church or evolve with society. They're stuck in some old school mentality and old ways of doing things and they're refusing to change. And they've got that same mentality, even though they might be detrimental to their church's growth. Not saying that LeBron James or Tom, Tom Brady are detrimental because they're not. But just the whole concept of I'm never going to retire. Yeah. Obviously, the the two of them will retire at some point. Um, there are a lot of pastors out there that are saying that they refuse to retire. You know, I know my former pastor has said a hundred times. I've heard him say it a hundred times. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to get the, exactly. He said, I'm going to pastor this church to the day I die. You know, like he made that, he made that interval and he made that so publicly known when it was time for him to pass the baton, he wasn't able to. And I think the reason why he wasn't able to is because he made that interval and it was so strong to him that he couldn't break it. Like he literally would say it over the pulpit over and over again. So there's so many pastors out there that uh, maybe they've made the same kind of vow, you know, like I'm never going to, never going to retire um, or however they would say it. And they miss opportunities for their ministry to become part of their legacy that they hand down to the next generation. They might hand down a lot of stuff, but they miss the opportunity to hand down their ministry to let their to allow their ministry to be part of the legacy that they hand down to the next generation. They might hand down a lot of stuff. You know, like life insurance money or <laughs> a car or a house. That stuff will hand down to the next generation. But <clears throat> that ministry is going to die with you because you refuse to make that part of your legacy that you choose willingly to hand off. So, uh, yeah, those were my thoughts. And I wanted to talk to you about it, Sean Dizzle. What would ye have to say about that? Oh, so much. Yeah. First off, and I know I'm about to like split hairs here, and mm. I know you're going to agree with me, probably, but it's not their ministry to give uh. or keep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be my first topic that I'd want to talk about in this whole thing because I don't give a fuck when you want to retire and I don't give a fuck who says it. Like if you're called to ministry, it's not your ministry. It's not your good word or good news. It's not what you've done for anyone. You're a servant. So if God called you to serve, when's God going to call you not to serve? It's not about what you fucking decide. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. So 
for someone to say, well, I'm not going to retire until I'm dead. Okay, maybe that's what's God, like, maybe that was God's calling for you. But, I mean, seems a little weird, <laughs> you know? But who am I? Yeah. If, if it's a God thing, sure, I'll eat my words. But it just sounds like it's mostly about you if you're so concerned with your legacy and what you're leaving behind. And, like, you yeah. think that God thinks so much of you that the fucking community or world or two people need you that bad? It's it's counter... Uh, Intuitive? Yeah, it's it's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the gospel of insert pastor's name sure that's i mean honestly my my knee-jerk reaction to what you just said that's that what that's mm. what came to mind the second thing that came to mind was catholicism man like popes the motherfuckers are priests until they die yeah but they also don't get the position of pope until they're about ready to die sure and i mean i'm I'm kind of reaching on that one and i get that but it came to mind so i said it <clears throat> yeah but you know the older you get i feel like the less relatable you are and now i sound like a millennial and i get that but yeah. i i think like i you started know, it you can't you can't fucking use the pager that you had in the 80s today. You just cannot do that. That's not a thing. You can have one, sure. <clears throat> but you you don't have service on it. You can't use it. Ain't no one fucking dial in your pager number so that you can go find a cell phone to call them. No, they just call your cell phone. Or they text you or they Snapchat you. You know what sure. I'm saying? So, sure. like, that's what I mean when I say relatable. I mean, like, culture changes, you have to change with it. Or you go create your own little, you know, thing out in the woods and become a cult and block out all technology, and then you're weird and you drink fucking Kool-Aid at 12 and all die and blah, blah, blah. Super Dude, extreme, dark. super dark. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, like seriously, it, a little bit of humor in there, but honestly, not at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, so for someone, I feel like I'm getting off here, but like, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't agree with it. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think, yeah. and again, my only caveat to that would be unless that's God's plan specifically for you then who can come against it? No one. However, is it really God? And yeah. if it is, there'll be fruits from that. And you know, there, there'll yep. be a purpose for it, but you shall know them by their fruit. No doubt about it. But what pastor have you heard say that, that is only pastoring 70 to 95 year olds? Sure. And listen, sure. if that's what God has for you, great. But if you're in a position where you're saying, you're, you're claiming that, and 
you have a diverse group of people in your church, then then that's where it gets a little a little gray to me. But you know, honestly, yeah. my my knee jerk is oh, that's bullshit, and it's all about you, and no one really gives a fuck about you, and whether you have a size eighteen inch cock or an eight inch cock doesn't fucking matter because it's not about you. And yes, I said cock in reference to pastors because it's the same fucking shit. It's a dick measuring contest. Dude. <laughs> and if you want to swallow it in a different way, what? it's oh my God. who has the most money and who has the most power. Is that a little bit more friendly? I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, you know, I wasn't going to uh, go that far or that dark, but. Yeah, sure. I get it. I agree with you. I like to you go know? that far because I feel like a lot of the stuff we talk about, like a like a a, a pastor saying, "I'm never going to retire until I die." Super arrogant, super cocky. It's disgusting. It Honestly, is extremely both. Because yes. at the core of that person, they are very selfish prideful, arrogant, and honestly, seemingly not Christ-like a whole lot (laughs) kind of a person. Sure. Why would Christ want someone to lead a church forever who is that way and will not change? That's disgusting. Yeah, it is. That's that's repulsive. That's extreme. That's vulgar. It's it's trashy. It's it's shitty. It's just like me comparing them to fucking dick sizes. So Yeah. That's my analogy, bitches. Get over it. If you don't like it, fucking stop listening. It's a free country, goddammit. Shut the fuck up, you bitch. Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we're marking this episode explicit. They all are. <laughs> so are NFL games these days. Right. Where does so, it end? So here's my conflict. Here's my conflict. My second thought on top of all of that is, well, there's not really any examples in Scripture of, you know, pastors retiring you know or like yeah of pastors retiring and uh you know so what would be the argument for it they were crucified because so <laughs> they all died and were killed because of the name of christ yeah that's the truth I mean, so if you just go through the progression of thought with me, that's the truth. Yeah, people just died or were killed. Uh, most of them. Uh, every single one of the 12 disciples were killed, except for uh, John, who was exiled on the Isle of Patmos. And uh, for the purpose of letting him die a slow death, alone and uh, senile, old, and lose his mind on an island, uh, stranded by himself. Obviously, we know from Scripture that that didn't happen. 
I mean, he went to the island, but he had so many revelations with God, he ended up uh, writing the book of Revelation, actually, right? Plus, he had his friend Wilson. He had his friend Wilson. <laughs> yeah, he had his friend Wilson. Super bad you, joke. I'm going to hell. That's all right. No, but if you guys don't know what that reference is, then you're too young and you need to watch Castaway. <laughs> anyway, um, so my mind went there. Yeah. You know, and instantly I started feeling bad. Like, dude, you're a dick. You're being uh, judgmental. You know, with that thought process. But then, I just allowed myself to keep thinking about it. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Every good leader follows the examples of Christ and trains up their successors. Yeah, the Bible doesn't say that they retired. But at the very least, they raised up a successor that would take their place after they were done. Right? Jesus raised up the twelve. Obviously. We know that from Scripture. That's why they were called the disciples. Yeah. They were his successors. Uh, because he knew that he was going to, air quotes, retire. He had to leave the message behind. Um, and then out of those twelve, the next example that we see, or after those 12, the next example that we see of someone raising up successors was Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, who was a Jew, but um, he raised up... Every, if, when you read the Bible and you read every book of, of, um, that was written by Paul, he says who he's writing the letter to you know, each church, and he, then he names specific people. And the people that he names at the end of every single book are the people that he set up to basically continue the work in his absence, i.e. his successors. Um, so Something he also says. Grace and peace be with you all. Yes, and by the leading of the Holy Spirit, whom you all know. Yeah, that's another very common thing that he says. He doesn't even point to himself. He points to, geez, I don't know. The fucking reason Jesus came to this goddamn forsaken earth? Yeah, his spirit. <laughs> Not Paul's spirit. Uh. And yes, I said goddamned earth, because it is. Get over it. I'm just saying, like... Even even Paul was like, he's the guy who probably shouldn't have retired until he died. And he's still writing letters saying, hey, man, I'm not going to be here all the time, and you don't need me. You have the Holy Spirit. But here's what he imparted to me, and now you are imparted with the Holy Spirit. Go do the fucking thing. Like, it's not about Paul. That's the the biggest part, I feel like. It always yeah, points back to Jesus and to the Holy Spirit, not, not him. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, yeah, Paul, 
you know, Paul knew that he was going to be killed, right? That's why he went all, <clears throat> went, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why he went out all out the way he did and, you know, in every place, you know, he says from his own mouth. <laughs> Impressive. Yeah. Paul says from his own mouth that everywhere he went, he was imprisoned. Everywhere he went, every country he went to, he went to the churches and preached there. He was thrown in prison in just about every single city that he went to. Uh, so he knew that he was eventually going to be killed, and which is how he ended up going to Jerusalem and standing before Caesar and, and all of that stuff, right? He ended up getting decapitated in Rome. You know that. Anyway, um, the the thing that bothers me is the arrogance that you spoke of, yeah. but also the inability, which I think is fed by the arrogance, the inability to realize your lack of relevancy in today's society. I think it's something that we all struggle with. Like we all think that we're, uh, you know, in you know, or current, I should say. But there are things that that I hear about that it takes me a minute before I catch on. Like if we go back to football, there this there's this new thing um, that's out there. You've been mossed. Like they've got T-shirts, you know, boards and all this stuff. You've been mossed. And it, I don't know, I was a couple weeks late on you've been or you got mossed you know what i'm talking about or are you late i guess i'm late damn it sean come on don't let me be ahead of you i'm older than you not by much but by a lot <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> before i tell you the scores of the georgia game um <laughs> no uh you got mossed um it's uh it was basically a, a tribute to Randy Moss because Randy Moss now is uh, is a commentator for the NFL. So NFL commentator, you know, he's on the he's on the TV now, and you know, this whole season or even last season, I think he's he's been getting more and more popular just because of his winning personality. But um, yeah, they got this thing now. You've got you've been mossed. And it's a segment where they basically show highlight reels from college and NFL where people jump up real high, catch the ball, run, run in, do touchdowns or whatever. Just all the crazy stuff that Randy Moss used to do. You know, one of the greatest receivers in the NFL, Randy Moss. I don't know that he was better, any better than Jerry Rice, but... Fuck, Jerry Rice is so much older now. Ain't nobody talking about him anymore. There's not so many people that, that are watching football today that know who, who he is. But Randy Moss just retired, you know, not too long ago, right? So. You didn't know that. I'm sorry. No, but as you explained it, there was some sparks of maybe I have seen it. Yeah, 
but that makes sense. Not not enough least. for me to say, oh yeah, I know, because then I would just be lying. <laughs> okay. Well, so but my point is, is that people don't realize that the culture is constantly evolving and progressing, and if you're not keeping up with it, you become irrelevant very very soon. And that's why you still think it's cool to lay hands on somebody and they go out under the power of God. Air quotes. You know? That's why you think that's cool or you think that that's really a move of God. Because you laid hands on somebody and they fell down on the ground. Like, you don't realize how irrelevant you really are at this point. Because you rather look for that or look for some move of God more than you would a changed heart. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's laughable, you know, it, it's absolutely laughable. Like you think that if you can demonstrate some type of move of God, that actually people are going to be changed and it's, it's neglecting the fact that you want to see certain things happen because it makes you look and feel good. But you lose sight of the fact that God being glorified happens when a sinner becomes a saint. You know? Or maybe that's just me. Or maybe I just think of it, you know, backwards. I could be wrong. I don't know. But. Yeah, I mean, you could be. Hey, I'm no longer trying to pastor a church, so. I mean, I don't personally think you are, <clears throat> obviously, with the things I've said. <laughs> <laughs> My associations will not allow me to pastor a church at this time, but thank you for the offer, board of directors. I, I honestly just think it comes down to the core of it just being self-centered and, you know, and the person or pastor or whatever who's that way probably, well, most definitely probably like doesn't see it that way. Oh, yeah, of course not. They think, oh, God's called me. As long as I got breath in my lungs, I'm going to serve him. But there's a little naivety in there, I feel like. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Fuck me. You know? What the fuck do I know? I don't have a church. <laughs> I also don't want yep. a church, but yeah. I just yeah. think like I don't know, man. It points a lot to that person and that individual and less by far <laughs> less to Christ and his mission for you. Because sure, he doesn't no need doubt. you. No doubt. So, I don't know what else to say, you know? Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. 100%. I agree with you. Um, I think, too, the... Um, I, I guess if we go for a final thought, so we don't beat a dead horse. Um, try to bring this thing to a close. You know, 
Well, before you do that, I'd like to bring up the worship team. <laughs> Cue the organ. <laughs> no, I, I, I just want to say that, you know, planning succession for your church or ministry doesn't require doesn't doesn't mean that you are necessarily irrelevant but if you're if you're standing fast to what you think uh, you're supposed to be doing and you're completely missing the culture and you're not growing and you're dwindling in numbers and da da da, da well, maybe you should start planning on some succession efforts. I just know that, you know, the fact is, is that when it comes down to dealing with people that you're leading, the best thing you can do is set up a successor so that when you're gone, because you don't know when you're going to be gone, uh, so that when you're gone, the work on behalf of those people and on behalf of Christ continues. And, you know, the shop doesn't just close up and, and all these sheep that you have are all of a sudden lost. I just think it's being responsible personally. Um, and that's if you're going to, you know, do this church thing for life. Obviously, we're unchurched. And... um I don't know. At this point, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> not for real. Not anymore. Uh, but in reality, you know, uh, you have a responsibility to people that you're taking money from. I don't know. Is that harsh to go into or what? Um. <laughs> you still there? That's not too harsh, is it? Like you're taking money from these people. Like you're you're actually providing them a service and giving them a product, whether it's shitty or not. You're giving them a product, right? Yeah, I mean, on the business side of what air quotes church in America is, yeah, I get it. Totally agree. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you really do believe that your product is good, don't you owe it to your consumers to? Make sure that that product continues to be delivered even after your death or retirement. I, I just think it's just. It's an interesting you, thing, though, because the people who sit in the congregation of someone like that are the people who are going to die around the same time as the person saying that. <laughs> it's maybe. not me and you. It's not yeah. your children or the generation in between me you and your children it's yeah. the older people that are still and dedicated and aren't leaving you know i don't want to be a dick and like uh, talk shit about old people i'm just saying like that is a fact though you know what i mean yeah yeah it really is like and honestly probably i don't know let's let's just long shoot it here in 40 years from now Ain't no one going to give a shit about that. No, they're not. And most people that are alive today don't give a shit about it. That's why churches are so fucking empty. Because leaders of the churches, a.k.a. pastors, like you said, just, they can't, they, 
well, they could, but they seemingly don't uh, choose to roll with being current. You know, they're still fucking using beepers. Meanwhile, we're over here talking to our fucking wrists, which is talking to our phone in our pocket, which immediately sends a text to someone else in two seconds, and they do the same thing. But these people are like, oh, hang on, I, I, I gotta beep someone. Yeah. It's like, I mean, sure, I guess, but like, why? <laughs> There's no... Yeah. There's a better way to do, or not even a better way, but there's, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here, but I think, I think you understand my point. I do. And again, we're like, still we don't, agreement. we don't fucking write on scrolls anymore or we don't like <laughs> write a, write a little bitty note and tie it to a fucking bird and have it fly to the next <laughs> town over. <laughs> No, we send emails uh, and text messages. We Google Hangouts and see people's faces that live in other countries instantly. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you you can't... I mean, you could, I guess, but, like, why? What's the point? Yeah. Just go home and be old? Like, if all you want to do is sit around and feel the Holy Ghost every Sunday and then nothing comes of it, but, you know, God's called you to do that f- 40 years ago or whatever, and like, oh, I'm never going to quit until I die. Well, then the same fucking 80-year-olds are going to come and get slain to the Spirit, apparently, every fucking weekend, but they never do anything except go eat at Golden Corral and bitch about the service and then read their Bible verse on Wednesdays when they come and then tithe and... You know, it's just a fucking cycle. Like, if that's what you want, if that's what you think God has called you to do until the day you die, then do it. But no one else in relevant culture is going to be attending it. (laughs) Because there's nothing in there for for us. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kanye is about to start a church. Oh, God, we can't even do this right now. I'm too tired. <laughs> fucking Kanye. Oh my God, he says he's a Christian. And then all the fucking Christian community is like, yeah, he's one of us. I can't even do that right now. I'm too tired. Uh-uh. And he's wearing a MAGA, a MAGA hat. <sighs> Every day. Yeah. We're going to table that one. All right. But so, I do want to. I do want to get into it. Yeah, Kanye's starting a church, and it's not a Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. It's a. It's a legit church that Kanye wants to start, and I don't know if Kim is going to be the first lady, but God bless him. I think uh, we need definitely need to have a conversation about it. For sure. So. All right. So. Um, CTA. Well, you can find us wherever you are listening right now. Oddvy. <clears throat> if you like the conversation, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. We try and be real. All right. This isn't scripted. This is what you get. It's as real as it gets. We're willing to be wrong because we mostly probably always are. 
And sometimes we might give you a few nuggets. But if you enjoy, enjoy it, if you like it, uh, subscribe. Leave a five-star rating. Or leave whatever rating you want. I'm not your fucking mom. But if you do leave a five-star rating, we'll give you a shout-out on an upcoming episode. And uh, whether you like it or hate it and you still listen, I think it's awesome. Uh, I've always said that. I still hold true to it. I think it's insane. We have legit almost 5,000 listens, and that's crazy to me that people listen to our shit. Um, But you can also email us at unchurchpod at gmail.com and uh, we have an Instagram handle is at unchurchedpod as well and yeah we do uh, Sundays every week and uh, a midweeker that's a little shorter just some thoughts and uh, yeah that's about it until next time eh Right, cheerio, governor. Talio and all that rubbish. (laughs) Cocksucking motherfucker. We love you a long time. (laughs) Peace. Peace.